8.44 on the morning flavor. Casper Nyovest with Amadimoni. So we've heard a lot about business rescue in recent times. We've seen SAA being in the news a lot because of this. They went into voluntary business rescue. They were having all types of issues, which we know are not new. And uh, now we see that Kome, who own Kulula as well as British Airways, have also uh, entered voluntary business rescue. Um, on their part, they primarily wanted to make sure that they have long-term survival as a company, so they have to place some sort of measures in there to make sure that that happens. So let's take it right to the beginning on what business rescue is, what this process involves, and if any company can just soma put their hand up and raise their hand in the classroom for rescue. We are joined on the line by businessman, entrepreneur, property investor, financial expert, Tebuho Mafodi. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Mead. How are you? Listen, I'm good. Uh, with all those titles, we're assuming that uh, life is quite good, no? Hey, it, it, it's cushioned. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. how, how, how I wish yeah, life, it's, how it's life well was good. even in such difficult times. Yeah, no, how I wish life was good more. You know, it's just uh, obviously the pandemic that we're having that unfortunately is affecting us all as a country. As much as life needs to be good, but unfortunately it's not. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, let's start at the beginning. Um, somebody's listening now. Maybe they've heard of this business rescue thing, but they haven't quite made the time to even uh, at very basic levels Google it. What is business rescue and how does this process actually work? Okay. Uh, business rescue, uh, Mo, it's an independent uh, procedure that is aimed to facilitate and rehabilitate a financially distressed company. You find that half of the time it's companies that are financing, uh, that are experiencing um, financial trouble. So in other words, uh, it prevents liquidation in terms of Section 14, uh, 141, um, of the Companies Act. And it's meant to save jobs. It meant to pay back creditors. And more than anything, um, it meant to save the business. But however, not the company. It is a, a temporary procedure that I think uh, we must um, take note um, of. And any business or any company could definitely uh, apply for a business rescue. That is, if that company, um, it's worth saving. And more than anything, the company has the affordability um, in terms of doing the process. Because when a business rescue practitioner is brought into your business, uh, the practitioner has about 25 mm. days to actually come mm. up with a business rescue plan. And after the 25 days, they've got about three months to try and rescue your business. But however, we've seen in some instances that that process could actually take up a couple of months to actually a couple of years. It depends um, on that particular business. And it, it's, mm. it's Mm. I mean, obviously, businesses vary. Um, does the size matter as to whether it's a small business, a large corporation, in terms of who can, you know, put raise their hand for rescue? Okay, um, the size of 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 the business, um, you know, um, more it does matter. Um, but however, small businesses definitely can take advantage of it. I mean, in South Africa, this is a legislation um, that was introduced in 2008. It falls under the Chapter 6 of the New Companies Act. Um, um, so part of it is that um, in terms of from a small business point of view, they're looking at businesses that, one, mm -hmm. have got a high turnover and businesses that have employees. Mm -hmm. Maybe that definitely um, worth rescuing um, on. So you'd find that a couple of things. Mm. Maybe one would ask to say, who can file for for this business rescue? So for me, um, yes, we've yes. seen that half of the time it's a resolution taken by the board in terms of Section 129 of the Act. 
or it could be in terms of a court application by an affected person. So it means it could be a creditor, whether in a bank or investor, whoever that you're owing, that feels that your business has a chance to be rescued for them to actually get their money money back. It could even be shareholders. Shareholders can decide to actually put a voluntary um, you know, business rescue, or it could even be an mm. employee of that particular business or a registered trade union. They could actually register for for that business rescue. So sometimes it could even be out of your consent. Um, you mm, find mm, that mm. sometimes in the past, historically, they've shown that in South Africa, a lot of companies used to go to liquidation. So this is a, a legislation process that government introduced to try and save these businesses other than just them going into liquidation or insolvency. Double and, uh, you know, just how important is transparency uh, for a business that is going into, you know, under business rescue? We know um, of companies who will hide their financial and uh, financial statements and records. We know companies will still try and siphon money from business rescue and and cheat the system. Yes. No, no, uh, transparency is very important, Pearl. I mean, you find, but the good thing about a business rescue is that you actually take your power of attorney and give it to this independent uh, practitioner. So that's why it needs to be, that particular practitioner, it needs to be somebody that has no linkages whatsoever to, to your business so that they've got the power to derive business statements and if ever required or even process or validate some of your financial statements that you're looking. But you find half of the time we as small business would undervalue some of our businesses because we are avoiding mm. the tax man or we're doing this and mm. that. Mm. But obviously these are some of the things. Sometimes the business rescue will come out into your business and be able to showcase those things because the business rescue doesn't come alone. He will come with a team of experts, maybe uh, auditors that will validate, you know, uh, some of your financial statements and some of your misperceptions that you represent uh, in your business and how they could better turn around that business to actually get it profitable. So, but the one thing mm-hmm. that I've seen in South Africa, we don't take advantages. We've got maybe in organizations like your productivity essay, that the main aim is a government entity under the Department mm-hmm. of Labor with the main purpose of actually helping businesses find their productivity in terms of documenting their procedures and their business models and operational issues to actually get them profitable. Hmm. Mm. Now, one other thing, obviously, uh, yes, you pointed out, and I'm glad you did the issue of uh, or the role of the business rescue practitioners. They obviously uh, facilitate the process, etc. But what is the impact of uh, business rescue on a company? Um, is there a goal that is set to say, no, we have to save jobs first or no, first, let's, you know, uh, cut down on a number of things. What is the ultimate goal here and what, what is the impact of it? Okay, um, the first goal is to save the business, not the company, like I said, um, you know, of any business rescue. And any business rescue that comes into any business is given certain objectives to be fulfilling. To say right now you have got about, let's say, 30 objectives. Our primary objective is to want to save jobs. It means for us to save jobs, we need to keep our business afloat. How can we improve our business processes or even get more clients and things like that? So it differs mm-hmm. from case to case um, that mm-hmm, will, will mm-hmm. be given. So you might find that even in the investigation, the business rescuer might find additional objectives. To say as much as my objectives are five, I've identified additional five that we need to work on in terms of us rescuing this business. That's why the 25 days is actually meant for that, to actually study that business in and out and come with a um, I see. possible I see. solution or strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
and 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 obviously again um it's 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 a matter of going through the process and and making sure um that everything works out i mean look we, we've seen with a, a number of of airlines you know going through this as well um and there's been talks of you know for example in this saa you know changing into a different company in the context of business rescue would the, the the makeup of a company change? Does it also involve the company structure changing at any at any level? Yes, no, definitely. Remember, it goes back to the key word: saving the business, not the company. So part of it, it might require that we need to restructure how the business is structured, bring in a new set of shareholders, or even restructure the actual business itself. You know, or its operations, or we might even dissolve certain aspects of that business to create other small businesses that could feed off or that could feed into the major business. So it's part of it. So that All comes right. to as well. Mm. Uh, relevant mm. executives, uh, processes, and the likes. All right, Stebza, we're going to have to leave it there for now, but we do appreciate your time, and uh, we thank you for your clarity, and we, we know that we're going to be hearing a lot more of this business rescue term being thrown around, and it's always important to just to either remind ourselves or to get clarity on what exactly it is and what it involves. Thank you for your time and all the best. No, thank you for having me, Mo.